this time on Matters. Spooky. Sexy. Scary. All this and Patty Gould on this exciting episode of Matters. His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Welcome to Matters, where two guys named Matt talk about what matters to them. I'm Matt Noss. With me at the table is my good friend, Matt Rose. How you doing, Matty? I'm fine. Good friend. You're a good friend today. Yeah, I uh, I actually, for the first time in a couple months, yawned when yeah. you when you did the little the intro. Pavlovian. Uh, yeah, I thought that, I thought that I beat it, but apparently I did not. Have an okay week so far, my friend. Um, it's uh, it's fine, I guess. <laughs> like work, work is really frustrating because it'll be like, hey, I need you to pay attention to this for five minutes, mm-hmm. and then pay attention to these other two things for like an hour, and then just pay attention to random things that you're never going to finish because we don't have enough information. Oh boy, that's always fun. I mean, it's work, right? Like that's you, part that, of work, right? Uh, yeah, every every job you have does that. Um, it just, I went from like having a project that I could solely focus on for a couple months. And then I essentially got the project done a couple months early and it was like, oh, uh, well, well, a lot of things aren't spun up. So we're just going to find like little things for you to do that are going to drive you nuts. Like, oh, oh that's the worst. that sounds great. Thanks. <laughs> Couldn't you just, just like give me a month off? Like I finished, <laughs> I finished a project that you know that early so well maddie we have a guest today we do have a guest joining us in matter studio you may know her from her many appearances at go comedy improv theater as the now retired but still continuing hot gold you may know her from her very own podcast spooky sexy scary please welcome to the show patty gold hello Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? I am pretty good. I'm very happy to be here. I am having a great time already. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. It's always a little like, no, you want to do the show, please? (laughs) Oh, of course. Anytime I can talk, I will be there. (laughs) (laughs) That's your promise. Yes. That's a Patty Gould promise. Um, So we wanted to talk just for a minute because you do... A, ver- a, a horror podcast. Yes. We do a version of a horror podcast where we just make fun of the show that we're watching, Transmissions from the Dark Side. So spooky, sexy, scary. Tell me a little bit about it. What's that about? Yeah. So it is a podcast I have with Maria Lagrasso Gatons. Um, me and her have a studio called Hearsay Studios. We are the flagship podcast. Also, the only podcast. Good for you. <laughs> um, but we watch a scary movie with a guest. Uh, someone brings us a scary movie. We watch it, and then we uh, talk about what aspects are spooky, what's scary, and what's sexy. Okay. All right. Yeah. I love this. I love it because, obviously, it's a horror movie. It should be spooky. Yes. It should be scary. Yes. But there is... That intangible sex thing that is also usually there. Yes. And I I don't know if this makes sense whenever I say it to people, they're like, like, what are you talking about? But the feeling of being like turned on is very similar to the feeling of being scary. Like it gives you that same rush. (laughs) Yeah. That's the adrenaline. Yeah. Yeah, So it's like 
there's like always like a sexy aspect of being scared because it's like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling this way. Mm. Like there's because it's a feeling that in general you shouldn't have. Like fear is a, is a feeling that normally you don't want to be scared. Yeah, and it's not like you shouldn't be like turned on or think something sexy, but it's like at the same time in public, especially. Yeah. These are not feelings that you should be having. Yeah, you shouldn't be turned on in public. <laughs> <laughs> not in public, right? I mean, we are, but come on. Yeah, guys. always. <laughs> All ways. Yeah, and it's just, we started the podcast because um, Bill Skarsgård is Pennywise. Yes. Very sexy. He is a handsome man. Yeah, so handsome. And even his clown, even Pennywise, is just so, like, slick and like, hey, I'm a clown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for a second, you transfer transformed into Pennywise. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I will be starring as Pennywise, Pattywise. <laughs> <laughs> so I have never thought of the Pennywise character as sexy. I don't think he's supposed to be. Like the other, I don't remember who played him in the original. Tim Curry. Uh, that one wasn't sexy. No, no, definitely, definitely not. It was very gaudy, very too much like it was a good clown but mm-hmm. it wasn't as slick and bill is just so he's i think that's hunk. i think that's just what he brings to the role where yeah. tim curry was was definitely going in a much different direction yeah um so let's uh let's put it on the table who is the sexiest of the of the bad guys who's 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 top dog Ooh, I think Norman Bates is the sexiest horror villain that Hmm. there will ever be. He's a very good looking man. I mean, he would treat you nicely if he wasn't going to kill you because look how he treats his mom. (laughs) (laughs) I I see your point. Um, I, I think that he would treat you very well. If his mother approved of you, the problem is his mother approves of no one. That's true. Yeah, she doesn't even approve of him to be to be perfectly yeah. honest. Um, but I can see it. He has boyish charm. He does. He's kind of a goof, but he's also fairly tall, dark, handsome. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's got that going on for him. He's aloof. Yeah. Also an attractive trait. Like, ooh, I want to figure him out. Yeah, he What's would. What's going on? He would with probably him? like text you a bunch one day and then like not text you a lot like for the rest of the week and you're like did i do something wrong and then you're like more attracted to him because he's not talking to you yeah but then like when he does text you it's going to be a picture of like a taxidermied raccoon (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna be like sorry i was working on this yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) i like that he also has buffalo bill's voice (laughs) yeah sorry i was working on this i was working on a (laughs) great big fat raccoon Made your skin suit out of this raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Norman Bates would. So the first thing that always comes to my mind when I think of sexy mm-hmm. horror villain, it's Dracula. You know, mm-hmm. you, yeah, that's you true. Go, Got to go with Drac. You go Drac. Now, which Drac? This is subset. Which Drac is the sexiest? Mm, I don't know, man. Frank Langella. It's pretty sexy with that butterfly collar. <laughs> have you ever seen the seventies Dracula? With I Frank think Langella? I think I have. I don't know. He had like he he had like permed hair and stuff. I, yeah, I have. I have. Um, 
I don't know, man. See, I w- the vampire Lestat was played by Tom Cruise. Tom right? Cruise, yeah. And then Louis was played by Brad Pitt. Oh, Brad Pitt, though. Brad Pitt is sexier than Tom Cruise. Hands oh, 100%. Down. Tom Cruise, there's nothing wrong with short guys at all, but he, he just seems so short. <laughs> like, in my mind, Tom Cruise is like 5'2". <laughs> Like he's, he's on an he, apple cart. I think he's like yes. five eight. Really? Yeah, or be, uh, he might be less than five eight. Um, but yeah, he's like Henry Cavill is a lot taller than him. I think Henry Cavill's like six two. So I don't know how they were able to do action scenes together no. because that he would just look like a giant compared to him. He's just unless he like stood on a box. Like during all this, <laughs> I don't like Tom Cruise. I don't want to be friends with him. I don't think he'd be a good friend. I don't think that. Well, I'd, I'd be, be worried, you know, that, that he would start. That Scientology <laughs> would just come up, and he would be like, huh, uh, "You know, someone. I, I honestly don't think it would. I, I don't think that it comes up that much in his daily life." Bill Hader has an amazing story about. Oh. Tom Cruise, Ooh. because Bill Hader was one of the executives in Tropic Thunder when oh, Tom right, Cruise right. was in the makeup. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, because he had so much prosthetic on, Bill Hader kind of forgot that it was Tom Cruise because they were just working on the set. Mm-hmm. And like, right, 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 right. you know, he's in kind of a fat suit. He's got like the jowls and everything. And then he went to the movie premiere and it's tom cruise again in front of him and it's like hey bill how are you and he's like oh god tom cruise (laughs) (laughs) that is funny because i I can totally see that like you can get into a working relationship with somebody but they're always under heavy prosthesis (laughs) yeah yeah and then for them like to talk to you because it's one thing to like work with a cool person or whatever someone you think is really awesome but in the back of your mind, you're like, they don't really know me. Mm. And then when they're like, oh, hey, you're like, what? So we're going to go Brad Pitt. So I don't know. Enter- Antonio Banderas was was pretty sexy in that movie as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Mm. It definitely wasn't Stephen Ray, I'll tell you that much. Well, I would. I got to say that it is not... Gary Oldman is <laughs> not Gary Oldman. I love Gary Oldman, but what about uh, what about like younger Gary Oldman though? But in like Dracula, when he had, when he, yeah, but he 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 was he was old like crusty Dracula, but he was also like younger, long haired Dracula. Oh man, with like the, the Adventures of Crusty Drac is like uh. one of my favorites. <laughs> That'll be my new name. Oh. I'm, I'm gonna change it from Karate Dracula to Crusty Dracula. <laughs> Oh, gross. Just crusty drag. That's crusty drag. Oh, that is gross. Um, you said Norman Bates, so then I have to ask Dexter. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Ooh, he's very good looking. Um, that's Thomas Howell. What is his name? Yeah, who is Dexter? Ta- ta- Hall was it? I, I, it's something Hall. Philip Michael Thomas. Philip Seymour Hoff. Hoffman and Dexter. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dexter was good. Michael he, C. Hall. Goodness there we me. go. He there was, we go. And he wouldn't kill you. 
Well, because he was just a serial killer of serial killers, wasn't he? Yeah, like any like yeah. bad guy or woman, he would murder. So I'm not a bad woman. Dexter, he had he had boyish good looks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He once again he was aloof. Yeah, he had a good job. Great job. Yeah, steady paycheck. Pretty good family, really. Yeah, awesome sister. Yeah. Um, but also owned a boat, <laughs> dropped people off of it. Well, I mean, <laughs> all I'm hearing there is that he owned a boat. <laughs> all I'm hearing is I heard uh, is yeah. I owned a and boat. And I mean, yeah, he does drop people over the side. But at the same time, if you had an enemy, you know you could count on him That's in a pinch. True. Just saying. I could be like, hey, Matt Nas is a real nice guy. Don't kill him, but kill this person. <laughs> Thank you for... You're welcome. Don't plant the seed <laughs> in his head. <laughs> it's just him like in a car a couple blocks away. I'm there. I'm watching. And the darkness is here. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> I don't want to be wrapped in fucking saran wrap. Oh. The Ooh. intro to that show is super sexy. It has all. It's very spooky, very scary, and very sexy. <clears throat> what? Uh, see again. I don't think of it in those terms, but I see what you're saying. There is a. <clears throat> is it because of the titillation? Because there's blood. Yeah. There's there's forbidden things mm-hmm. in it. Is that what turns it over? Yeah. You mean turns it over from scary to sexy? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Because it's just very sleek, like sexy to me, especially when I'm doing the show. Like it's not it doesn't always have to be like boobs. Like it can be like. (laughs) See, I'm a simple man with simple. (laughs) It it can be just like a like a very sleek, very like the music can be sexy. Mm. Like so there's a lot of variations of the word sexy. I don't think that I'm a true sexter. That's not. (laughs) Oh, oh, that old thing. (laughs) Yeah, that old thing. So, have you watched The Hunger? No. Oh, you should watch The Hunger. What's that it's, about? It's um, it's a vampire story. Um, it's got Susan Sarandon and David Bowie, and I want to say Catherine Deneuve. And it's like a vampire love triangle, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, you should give it a shot. Yeah, I love because vampires. I, I definitely think that that would fall on the sexy end over the scary end. Yeah. But there's still that. Um, but the, the movie is, I think, fairly well regarded. And uh, the first, geez, I want to say three or four minutes of the movie is a live performance from Bauhaus. Oh. Doing Bella Lugosi's Dead. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so... What is we've we've really drilled down on the sexy part. Yes. But to you, what's the difference between being spooky and being scary? Well, mm, I, I I think I know, but I want to hear what you have to say. Uh I get this question a lot. Um so spooky is like fun. Think of like a Mickey Mouse themed Halloween party. Like it has like cute little aspects of spookiness. Um and then scary is just like downright scary so like have you seen the movie hereditary not yet 
that is like a true scary movie. Mm-hmm. But something like Gremlins, that's more spooky, you know? Mm. So it's like more innocent scares. There's still going to be some scares in there, but it's not the whole gist of the movie. Yeah, it would be like going to like a haunted house made for kids. You know, like mm, okay. it's like you might jump a little bit, but you're like over it very fast. Where I think something that's truly scary, it like lingers. Okay. That like if you see The Exorcist. Yeah. You're bothered for a while. Yes. <laughs> the The Ring did that to me because I, 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 I took the trip. I went on the trip with them. Yeah. It was very Silent Hill to me. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, ooh. absolutely. Um, What I was thinking was spooky is more of an atmospheric thing. Yeah. I so can see that. So a movie can be spooky, have a really good atmosphere, but not necessarily be scary. Yes. And a movie can be scary without having a whole lot of atmosphere it'll just be you're watching a movie and there's nothing and then all of a sudden right i wouldn't call yeah i wouldn't call hostile a spooky movie no No, or like it's just a gross fucking movie right but this is another gross one but like saw that's not a spooky movie it's like just like it's dread i mean it's it's dread of when that person's jaw is gonna get pulled apart but i mean i would i would look at the others as both a spooky movie and a scary movie, because there are parts where I was legitimately scared, yeah. and there were the rest of it is just it's the atmosphere, it's tension, the, and yeah, it's it's the spookiness. You know, it's set on the moors, and mm. every day it's fucking cloudy, and the the help that work in the house are creepy looking and shit. So, Monster Squad would be a spooky, spooky movie. movie. There's never... nothing there's nothing scary in that movie, but they set a Halloween tone. Yes, very there, much so. There is a Dracula. There's a Wolfman. There's a Frankenstein. There's a Gilman. There's a Mummy. Yeah, anything like that. Like, it's just, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of scary movies. Again, Hereditary. I just saw it. it it's still with me. Like, mm-hmm. I've, heard, I've heard really good things. I just haven't had the chance to go see it. It is. It really, really messed with me. I've never cried from being scared before. Oh, my gosh. And I was bawling my eyes out. Oh, wow. And then... Uh, so I went with Maria and Jr. and we were like, not in the front row, but pretty close. And at one point, this like man came, like walked by us and like stopped right in front of me. And I looked at him and I screamed and then started (laughs) crying. And he just continued to stare at me. And I was like freaking out because I was like, "Is this an interactive movie?" <laughs> it, it was. What's this guy doing? He was he was there for like at least two minutes, and then he was like, "Oh, sorry," and then like walked away. So he was obviously like looking for someone, but like, and I probably terrified him because I was screaming <laughs> and crying. Um, but he could have walked away a lot earlier. He yeah, if the first scream I'm out of there. <laughs> yeah, I I would have just been yeah, I would have been gone. I would have been in like the hallway. Like where there's like the stairs going up, I would have been in that hallway. Just yeah. like I'll, I'll I'll find the person. Like now, when there's a slow scene where there's light. Now Maddie knows that I'm a scaredy cat. Scaredy cat. Like the last horror movie that I saw was we we did see it in the theaters together, which was a good balance of spooky and scary. Yeah, I think so. There are definitely scary parts. I would say the 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 library scene is 
pretty scary. That's pretty uh, good. When they're in the house on Nybolt Street, that's that's Ugh. also that's pretty, pretty scary. scary. Uh, when the one kid has the painting and it like comes oh, to God. oh, that Oof. was very that oh yeah I. <laughs> Um, it was me, Matt, Jen Hansen, and Todd Hansen uh, that went and saw it. And I was sitting next to Jen. Um, and we, you know, we would kind of know some of the things that were coming up. Yeah. And we both start to squirm. But then we'd look over at Matt because that was really the more entertaining thing was to see <laughs> Matt. And Matt just had the grimmest look on Aww. his face where he was just. Yep, I, I do this thing where I'm like. Oh. <laughs> Like I'm not it, liking it, this. It was it was either Matt was scared or he really had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> or nope. both. Nope. I'm a scaredy cat. I don't I don't I um it's weird. Like right now, Jen and Matt are watching me play Resident Evil 7 in segments. Oh, yeah. I can't play video games like that. It's too much. It is a lot. Yeah. That game no thanks not gonna play it don't want to play that game there's i will a, watch you there's play a it, vr version of that game that oh, i wouldn't no. even dare to play no no because i'm just it's way. just not no thank it's you. already enough you know like when i beat it the first time i'll go back and I, i'll play it and a lot of the scares will be taken out of it yeah. for me so then it'll be like okay now now it's just a game and i'm trying to beat it i don't know man with those things with the teeth, I know. I don't know how you could not freak the fuck out during that. Uh, I don't play video games, but Jr. does an biodome, bio shock, bio shock, bio shock, bio uh, biodome, scary <laughs> in its own way. Uh, <laughs> also incredibly sexy. <laughs> Polly Shore is your dream. God, which which Baldwin brother? Stephen Baldwin. I yes. Think. Yeah, but he had dreadlocks. Right. Yeah, white boy dreads. Good luck. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good luck. Nope. nope. Don't do it. Um, so he was playing Bioshock. Oh, yes. And I was watching, and that was scary for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, how are you playing this? I'd be crying. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I've never really been into video games. That's a spooky game that ratchets the tension so much it becomes scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's totally well, it's so totally well done. Well done, tonally. There we go. I really love the aesthetic of the game, mm-hmm. you know, because it's this really. You've have you seen the first Bioshock? I think that you've shown you've showed me different. Yeah, so it's it's the story of Rapture, which is a city built under the sea that's now in ruin, and you have to go in there to try to free these girls and to bring an end to the Ryan, um, the person who's leading it, <laughs> whose name is Ryan. And the whole premise of the game is that they found this thing in the sea that gives you superhuman characteristics. There's a slug that they e- extract this thing from, and these little girls carry these huge syringes and they're called Little Sisters. And they're the ones who are like the harvesters of it. And they're protected by these guys in old school diving suits mm-hmm. called Big Daddies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is still a video game, guys. Yeah. <laughs> is, this a, is this a Japanese video game? No, or, no, no. Oh, really? It's an American it video game? It is an American video game. And there has been three of them. Uh, the first Bioshock happens in Rapture. 
The second Bioshock happens in Rapture. And the third Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite, is totally different. That's <laughs> the one that in happens space? in the space. In the Sky City. Yeah, oh, that's the one I he think, plays. I think that I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the one that you've that. seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that one, when it ends, it loops back. And it's amazing. <gasps> it's it's uh, even knowing that it's it's the best. I just found out that you can beat video games. I just thought that like you just played. I I didn't know there was like an ending to them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, that is that is interesting because like I don't know if you have any brothers or sisters that I did, do. Okay. Did they play video games? Um. Or? Well, I have five siblings, and my um old oldest brother was super into video games. And uh, my, like, younger sister was mm, kind of, but not really. Okay. Because there was a long period of time in video games where it was like, no, this is the game. Like, there isn't any other point to it. Like, yeah, like Pitfall. There really is no beating a game like Frogger or Donkey Kong. It's kind of like, yes, it has an end, but it doesn't really have an end. And then, like, even games on Nintendo were like... There was a bunch that were just like, oh, no, yeah, it just repeats and you keep yeah. going. But now it's like, oh, yeah. The, or even like online games. It's like there really is no beating StarCraft. There is no beating like World of Warcraft. You just keep going forever and ever. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and and especially with you're right, you know, with with online gaming, like look at look at Diablo three. Or you, you could beat the game, or you could play adventure mode and then just never not stop playing. Or any of like Halos or any of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They have a campaign, but really, it's people just playing <laughs> just war nonstop. I yeah. did yeah, have yeah. so I my uh, mom bought me like a PS2 one year for Christmas, and she bought me the Lord of the Rings game and Tony Hawk. And those are Tony the two Hawk. games I have only played. And The Sims, <laughs> I played The Sims. There is another game that does not have a hand. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Hawk is great, though. I, I always loved the Tony. It Hawk. was a lot of fun. Yeah. Tony Hawk was one of those games where if you didn't land your first trick, you reset the level immediately. Yes. <laughs> I have done that more than I'd like to admit. Um, spooky, sexy, scary. Every major platform that you can find it. Are you guys on the Spotify? Oh, I thought you. I was like, oh, are you rating it right now? Uh, yeah, we're on <laughs> Spotify. We're on Google Play. Uh, we're on iTunes. We also have a website. I don't know it. Jr. Uh, the producer is working on getting the website up and running and pretty. So, um, well, let's talk. Um, how much in the weeds are you on the production side of it? Like the hosting and all that stuff. Uh, you mean how much do I do? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just host it. I just say, hello, my name's Patty, and that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no problem. I don't really edit it, no. Okay. Because um, I was going to ask, like, uh, we're, we are not on Spotify. Yeah. Um, but if you're with certain hosts, it's easier to get on Spotify, is yeah. my understanding. Like, we're everything that we do is through Squarespace, mm-hmm. and Squarespace is a little... It has a lot of benefits. Yeah. But it has a, a few things that are really annoying. Like yeah. metrics are a mess on Squarespace. And so is things like submitting to Spotify. Yeah. Like that is. We use Pinecast. <laughs> that's, that sounds familiar. Yes, that's what we use. And uh, 
they're really great about um, getting us on Spotify. They reached out to us, which was really cool. Um, yeah, we're really happy with them. That's awesome. Yeah, highly, That's awesome. Re- highly recommend. I'm actually next week going to Philadelphia for a podcast conference. Oh, and uh, I'm going to talk to the people from Squarespace about just this you're just gonna grab them by the collar and shake them i'm gonna well i'm gonna tell them like what we're doing here and you know Mm -hmm. like what we're trying to do with gabber media and you know yeah i like you know i wasn't able to make it to the ants uh podcast kickoff yeah i was not either uh with a sweet rosemary it makes it a little a little more like you know what i just want to be home and i i want to be around Catherine and the baby (laughs) um it is interesting. Um, so I handle more of like the administrative stuff with hearsay. Uh, Jr. and Andy are two producers. They handle like the technical stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's really interesting to see all that goes into creating a podcast because it's not just like I'm going to record this and just put it on YouTube. Like <laughs> yeah. there's so much that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, there is. Like you have to edit it. Yes, you have to. You have to put it together. You have to then export it, and yeah. upload it, and you have to write a description, which I'm not great. At. <laughs> like all of my descriptions are written by a mom who doesn't know what the show's about. <laughs> like, the guys have fun this week. <laughs> They're just a bunch of rascals. I'm like, oh, but yeah, I just. Because once you write like 40 of them, like yeah. you run out of things to say. You're like, this week on the show, more fart jokes. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> See you in two dollars. <laughs> yeah, like at first, like the descriptions were pretty similar. They were like, Patty Maria find out if if the gate is spooky, sexy, or scary. Turns out it's none or something like yeah. that. And now like JR is like so over it. He's like just makes a bit of like everything. <laughs> Like he like points out stuff that we've done wrong in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, like I, I because I edit them, I, I also listen, and then I'm like, oh, that was funny. So I'll be like, you just mentioning like <laughs> Matt fails to say the word ubiquitous. Yep. <laughs> um, no, I I love I love having fellow uh, podcasters on. Yeah, because I, I feel like it's a thing that. Even though there is technical aspects to it, a lot of people can do. Yeah. You know, like it, and the barrier to entry is pretty minimal. Yeah. Like if you, it, you could have your phone out and you could do a podcast. Yeah, that's it, true. It would probably not be the best quality. You wouldn't want to s- keep doing that forever, but it, you could find out if you like it just yeah. by doing that. And that's what I really like about it because I'm just like, oh, cool. It's yeah. not like whenever I think about doing video, I'm just like, yeah. Oh my God! I need this and this and this and this and this. I mean, it it definitely isn't hard to do, but I think it's hard to do well. You know, like anyone can have one, but to have one that's worth listening to, um, takes a lot of work. And I mean, just getting guests. Getting that guests, can be. It's yeah. It's either like, uh, like it's everyone fr- wants to be on, or no one wants to be you on. You are one hundred percent correct. It is feast or famine. Yep. You're. You know, well, like, and then you have people who canceled the last minute oh. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or, or just like have a personal emergency. Yeah, like, but yeah. I mean, that's. A, but 
whether a person has a personal emergency or not, if they cancel it, at the last minute, that puts you in a bind, right? And yeah. I mean, right. you know, sometimes you're right. People just can't make it and life gets, you know, in the right. way. But it it doesn't change the fact that it, then you have to scramble to find someone to, mm-hmm. to You're fill posting in. something last minute. I had, yeah. uh, when we just started off, uh, like an old high school friend was like super into it. And she really wanted to do it. And so I scheduled her. She picked her movie and then she just didn't show up. Oh and I've no. actually no. never talked to her since. Like I've like sent her messages like, oh, hey, whatever. Like I was friends with her you for years. Ghosted? I was ghosted by this. Oh, one, like no. used to be like my best friend. And it was because she didn't want to be on my podcast, which was fine. Then why did why'd you? Oh, that's frustrating. Yeah. Why'd you say you wanted to be on? I, that is so weird. It was so weird. Like I was like. I do notice that nobody wants to be on a podcast last minute. That's true. Nobody like that is not true. Unless unless they're a fellow podcaster. Yeah. You're gonna have a lot more success. Because you and Jen Hansen asked me to be on transmissions a couple times where it was like, Hey, uh, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> that is true. And is true. I, I was just like, I will drop whatever I'm doing. But you're but you get it. Like it's hard to get someone that's never been on the podcast before because we true, I can true, get true. people that have been on Spooky, Sexy, Scary, uh, to come pretty quickly, like because they've been on, they're like friends mm-hmm. of the podcast. Um, but like someone that's never been on, and people get so afraid about being on podcasts, yeah. they're yeah. like, "Oh, I have nothing to talk about." It's like you will. It's just a conversation. Yeah, that's right. All for it is. for for matters, you know, Matt asked me if I wanted to do a podcast, and I was like. No one wants to hear anything I have to say. <laughs> and and so he was just like, all right, well, if you did one, what would you want to talk about? And I was like, I don't know, dumb shit. And he was like, well, like what? And Matt and I used to have an argument in college over who would win in a fight, a crocodile or a grizzly bear. Oh. And that was what our first episode was about, was us arguing about crocodile. who would win. Thank you. Easy. Easy. I sent you the picture. I sent you and Eric Hankey the picture of that crocodile they caught in Australia last week, where it was twenty-one feet. It was twenty-one feet long and like almost three thousand pounds. Grizzly bears, yeah, they can like kill things, but I think they're pretty okay with not killing things, right? I I think I think so. Whereas crocodiles are just heartless, soulless killing machines yes they wake up every morning and they say i am (laughs) i am the dexter of this jungle (laughs) so you're saying that crocs are real sexy they're super sexy (laughs) that's why i have these shoes and handbags made out of uh yeah yeah okay i'll admit that i have a love for the bear i want the bear to come out on top Mm -hmm. hey it's a mammal man i get it We're very pro mammal here. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not saying I want the croc to win. I'm just saying I think it will. The thing is, I don't think they're ever going to fight. They won't. It, that was there not is, the point of the original no argument. Re- but what if they were just forest buddies? You know, I would like them to be forest buddies over I would, fighting. I, you know, I have to admit that if I ever saw a crocodile or an alligator in the forest, it's game over. I don't know what I'm going to do. Someone just found. A crack or an alligator in Detroit, a little baby alligator. Yep. Yeah. People, uh, people get them as pets, like d- little ones, mm-hmm. and then they very quickly find out that they are not pets. Yeah. And they let them go. They'll like take them Ooh. to a lake and be like, 
go, go, go. You're you're free now. And the alligator's like, you realize I'm not going to survive here, right? And, like, they'll make it a couple years, but, yeah, like, I would love it if the the crocodile looked at him like, you do realize I'm a murder machine. (laughs) (laughs) You realize you just let Lex Luthor out of prison, right? (laughs) Like, and it's the story of City Croc. (laughs) (laughs) The crocodile's like, is just going to get revenge on the owner. He's like planning. Crocs in the city. It's all of them just gabbing. Yeah, they're just <laughs> getting their nails done, having a good old time. Yeah, good old time. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know why. I don't know why Miss Prissy showed up. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's the. Oh. <laughs> that's that's the movie. Just those two sounds for ninety minutes. <laughs> it's just that's just a circle of crocodiles. <laughs> With um, with drinks with cocktails on the yep. table, and they're all in Louis Vuitton shoes. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you know Whoa. that that sounds that sounds like a mid '90s Conan sketch. That is absolutely uh, a mid '90s Conan sketch. Yeah, like where it would be one of the channels where it's like, oh, the Sex in the City Croc channel, and then <laughs> it's that, and it's like 15 seconds, and then Conan would be like, so stupid. Oh my god, <laughs> so stupid. Taken to 90 minutes. I think if you had to sit through it, you would get to like the 20 minute mark and be like, I don't know if I can do it. And then it would start to become absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And then drop right back off and be like, I got to turn this off. Well, that, um, so I'm, a, I'm, I don't know how old you are. I'm, I'm not going to be bold and ask. I'm, I will four. tell you, I'm 27. Okay. As of yesterday. Congratulations. Happy Thank birthday. Thank you. Happy I worked birthday. hard. You did it. <laughs> you did it. It was a, uh, it was a great job of living that you've successfully. Yeah, you completed. successfully made it to 27. So, I am 40, and when I was a kid, um, the video stores. Like videotapes were so new that people were so excited yeah. that you could find stuff that that you you can't even find anymore, mm-hmm. and one of them was like, "We made a videotape for dogs." <laughs> oh god! And it's called Arf. Oh my god! <laughs> so <laughs> it was supposed to. It really was made for dogs, and it's just dogs barking in costumes. <laughs> With subtitles for people to oh, read. God, I love this so much. Oh man, oh. that I can one thousand percent imagine this video. I remember they used to have stuff like that where it was like TV for dogs. Like, is this the wave of the future? Like that puppy <laughs> channel? Not, not unless like dogs take over. It's not, but <laughs> you know, and they like. Do you remember in Scrooged? When they work the door mice into yes. it, it was around that time that I remember seeing on like Entertainment Tonight or whatever. They were talking about like how they might make programming for dogs for people who like have to leave their animals home during the day. I've heard of this, yes. And it was to me, it was just like makes perfect sense. But I was a kid, and now I'm thinking like, but do I want to leave my TV on all day <laughs> with a dog that could knock it over? Yeah. No, I don't. I imagine the Puppy History Channel, and they're just like great puppies oh, in history, and they're, yeah. and, they're, and they're dressed like Thomas Jefferson. Oh yes. my God! Yes. So it's I just w- an I episode of Wishbone, that. right? <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that. I d- I'm just saying, I would watch that show. See, so you said Scrooged, 
I started thinking about spooky, sexy, scary. Spooky. It has spooky elements. To I it. don't know what it Scrooge does. is. Scrooged. Scrooged. I don't know. With it's Bill a Murray. Bill Murray movie. It it's is a Christmas the, movie. It is the oh. retelling of The Christmas Carol with oh. Bill Murray. I like it. You should see it. I love that movie. I That is, I think, probably my favorite Christmas movie. Um, Is Bill Murray sexy? Interesting question. Uh, I think that Bill Murray is great. But I don't know if he's sexy. I mean, funny, funny definitely gets points in that area, right? Yeah. He is not a traditionally handsome man. Yeah, he is not what I would consider a bow hunk. No, but he no. is—he is a very charming man. But his charm and his wit, and he—he's kind of supercilious. Yeah, he's kind of detached and above it all in a way. That is very attractive. Like Ghostbusters. I was just going to say, Peter Vinkman like, could probably... I could hated him at first in Ghostbusters. I was like, I hate this character. He is the worst. And then like he like grew on me, and then I was like, I think I'm sexually attracted to Bill Murray. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Because I think what's so... Is that he's relatable. Mm-hmm. Like, you could see yourself... As him when you're a guy, and you could see yourself being wooed if he were a lady. Yeah, he could woo me. I mean, he he wooed Dana Barrett, right? Come on, Sigourney Weaves, oh. <laughs> Sigourney Wovener. <laughs> no, it was Weavener. It was Weavener. Sigourney Weaver is that. not in this film. Sigourney Wovener is. <laughs> Oh God! What oh, we were talking about? Alien, I think, yeah. and I said Sigourney Weavner. Weavner. And then, and then you and Jen pounced, and I was like, "Can't take it! I can't take it back! I can't take you to edit! Like, I can't ask you to edit it out because we make fun of you all the time for leaving stuff in." Yep. I just gotta, yeah, I just gotta me. eat a shit sandwich on that one. Ah, me lick you. You were like, I was doing a bit. Doing a bit. Just oh, doing a bit. I, just doing a bit. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, but I never do bits, so it was like, uh, oh yeah, you're not an improviser. No, I am not. Your wife upstairs said, "So, Patty, who are you?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, like I hate to say this because I always feel like such a dick, but I'm like, I'm an improviser." And she's like, "Oh, me too." And I was like, "Oh, okay." That's how we met. That's yeah. how we met uh, at the Planet Ant Theater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, but it, let's uh, let's try to close out some topics. So okay, what we just did is podcasting, and it blows my mind that some people are like, "I can't do that." Yeah, anyone can do it. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a conversation. If you can yep. talk, if you can talk about anything, you can talk about you. Can, you can make a podcast. Yes, anything. I mean, no, doesn't mean everybody's going to listen. No, yeah. and it doesn't mean that it's going to be any good. No, but I bet your mom will listen. My mom has listened to this show. Oh, your mother-in-law is amazing. My mother-in-law is amazing. I don't know if she's listened to this show. I don't know. Maybe. Possible. Maybe. I know my wife does. (laughs) 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 No, I think she does. I'm kidding. Of course she does. Um, My... I have had my mom listen to an episode of Transmissions. Mm -hmm. Um, And... (laughs) It's a railway for rats. (laughs) Oh God! I forgot that because that was the episode that I, I knew had it was going to be a live episode. Was yeah, it was uh, the circus, 
Um, but we were cleaning and my mom was in the other room and it was like, I put this on for you. I was there and I've heard this like five times already. <laughs> um, but that my, my parents still don't quite get what a podcast is. Yeah. So they think I'm on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, my mom was actually on spooky, sexy, scary. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my mom's great. She's so funny. Uh, she was on for mother's day and we watched mother. Oh, oh wow. and it's a great episode. It's, I think it's my favorite episode. It's really great. My mom is just on fire. She's so funny. Just like and everyone called her during the podcast. Like no one knew that she was <laughs> recording, but my sister Kara called her and then my sister Sam called her and then my dad called her and like we got them like all like we hooked it up. So like all the conversations are like live. <laughs> it's like it's great. And then my dad calls in an iPod cast. <laughs> he'll be like patty ann when are you gonna put me on your ipod cast i'm like i don't you can be on dad it's fine it is funny like even just that ipod cast reminds me of like how you will say something wrong mm-hmm. it, you will not be right but you will say it wrong for years yep like i used to say and matt knows this uh Tommy Hilfinger. Hilfinger is how I would say it. Oh, because I did not that that it was Hilfiger. Mm-hmm. I, I would say Hilfinger. Yeah, I have not a, correct. <laughs> I have nope. a lot of those too. I just found out one recently. I don't remember what it was, but it blew my mind. Oh, one one thing I hear people do a lot is say Ralph Lauren, and it's like he's no dude. He's from New York. It's Ralph Lauren, <laughs> but it's really pronounced Lauren. It's, it's not? Ralph Lauren. Oh, I thought it was Lauren because his nope. wife's name is Lauren. Oh man, she must not have changed her name. But it it is it is seriously no. Lauren. Like her first name is Lauren. 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 Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, oh it, no, I thought she must, <laughs> not have, she must not have changed her last name. Well, did they want to fancy it up and be like? No, people. I think people just assumed because he was a designer that oh. it was something that it wasn't. But it's like no, it's Ralph Lauren, dude. Wow, I listened to a celebrity um, news podcast and. They told me wrong, so I need to call them. Call them up. They told me wrong. <laughs> like he's yeah, from the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lauren. Um, let's take a quick break. Okay. And we'll be back mm-hmm. with more transmissions from the dark side later because that's not the show that we're doing. <laughs> this. All right, guys. We'll be right back you with did, more spooky, sexy, scary. All right. And you did that last well, uh, last episode of transmission. Thanks for rocking Roach Coach. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more matters after this. Welcome back to Matters. Um, something struck me during the break mm-hmm. that we didn't get to talk about, kind of just talking about spooky, sexy, scary a little bit more. 
Um, the final girl. Mm. They usually set up like the slasher horror films. Yeah. Yep. To have a final girl. Yep. And then, but to also murder the one that's having sex. Yes. Um. The yeah, the final girl is typically the chased one. Right. What is oh. I can't remember the movie. Not Cabin Fever. Cabin, Cabin in, in the, the Woods. Woods. Yes. 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 That movie, uh, we watched it, and it was like, I liked that it was making fun of that trope, mm-hmm. but I hated that movie. It made oh, me you did? so angry. Well, Why did it make you angry? It's just, there was too much going on. There was a lot going too on. Too much being thrown. And like, I understood. It was like, like a parody, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also thought that we were watching um, a different movie. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> uh, I thought we were watching Cabin Fever. Oh, uh, oh yeah. yeah, much different. And movie. I was like, oh, cool. I'm excited to watch this. I remember watching this uh, in like middle school. And then it started, and I was like, wow, this isn't the movie <laughs> at all. <laughs> but there is always the last girl. The one having sex always dies first because girls aren't supposed to have sex. Ever. Never. Ever. We don't appreciate it. No, please stop. I mean, like, usually usually the, the dude she's having sex with gets killed too. Yeah. Um, but uh, have you ever seen Unmasked, the rise of Leslie Vernon? No. Oh, man, I would watch that. That is another movie that definitely... takes the stuff that you would typically see in a slasher movie Mm -hmm. and turns it around um, where the movie is, um, it's not found footage, but it's basically uh, a news crew, not a news crew, but uh, um, a reporter and her crew goes to interview basically a guy who is like Jason before he gets to Jason's status. And, I know that uh, that Adam Peacock uh, really likes that movie. Yeah, and I I remember seeing it and just thinking like, oh my god, this movie is great. What like, is it called again? It's uh, it's I believe Unmasked: The Rise of Leslie Vernon. I will watch that. Uh, it's on a lot of the streaming services. It's on Shutter, I think for sure. Uh, Shutter, uh, I think I think Even Amazon Hulu? Prime um, or Hulu. Uh, and uh, where I saw it was actually Netflix years ago, but it's I definitely recommend it. It is it is very good. Um, the The third act is definitely much different than the first and second act, but that's not a bad thing. It just it really turns things around. Yeah. I, it's a great movie. I really like it. I would re- highly recommend it. I would highly recommend you watch it. I will. There it is. And I will review it. Yes, definitely. You could be on the podcast. I would, oh, I would, shit, that could I be would, your app. I would definitely do it. Please, come. All right. My uh, co-host is getting vocal cord surgery, and <gasps> she cannot. Uh, she will not be able to do the podcast for six weeks, so I'm oh very desperate for guests because I have to double up on guests. Oh, wow. Because, I mean, I guess I could just do it, me and the guests, but it's more fun when there's the three of us. Yeah, yeah. There's, so there's if you guys want to come on, please. There's definitely a different energy when there's three people versus two yeah. people. Yeah. When is uh, she going for the surgery? Next week. Okay, so I'm out. Yes. Well, I mean, are, are you going to be gone for six weeks? Oh, 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 oh. 
I thought she was going next week for the surgery and you weren't going to record any episodes for six weeks. No, no, no. I know I am recording without her. I, that's why I need two guests per episode instead of one. Ah, yeah. yeah. Now yeah. I get no, it. No, we're going to continue because six weeks is a really long time yeah, to yeah, take off. Yeah. What's your normal cadence? Every other week or? Uh, we were doing uh, once a week for a while. We record a lot. But uh, Jar and I recently moved, so we got a little backlog. Yep. Uh, so we have a lot in the bank. We've just released an episode today. Yep. The brain. The brain, yeah. Uh, so hopefully we'll have one next week. Nice. So they typically come out every Monday. Where'd you guys move? Ferndale. Look at oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's right. You said you lived a few minutes from Goldsmitty. Yeah. Yeah, JR's yeah, yeah. done the show of transmissions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, he's never done matters. We should probably have him on here, on here. But he said, like, he lived out in who knows where. Yeah, we lived in Ipsy. Oh, my God. And yeah. you were going to go that much? Holy yeah. Shit. I mean, I would go to go, like, five times a week. And I work at Go, too. So it's like, yeah. Oh, my God. It was a lot. So it's night and day now oh it's amazing <laughs> sometimes i just go to go just like i just go there they're not even open and i'm just like i'm here and then i go home <laughs> i can do this 20 more times yeah. in the time it would take me to- <laughs> i just yeah. ride my bike back and forth <laughs> someone calls the police they're like i think she's trying to rob <laughs> she's really casing the joint <laughs> and i'm just like no i just moved here <laughs> So we have reached the part of the show where we talk about what we are into this week. Uh, it could be anything as simple as a song or a movie. Uh, but Penny, you said that you had one locked and loaded, so we're yes. going to come yeah, to you let's first. Go. Let's hear this. What do you got? Okay, I'm into calligraphy. Whoa! Oh, really? Yeah, I just started doing it. Um, I have a beautiful handwriting. I'm I'm not even ashamed of bragging. Uh, I broke my arm a lot growing up. And so I had to be in special handwriting classes for a really long time. Was oh, wow. it was it like you just found yourself in positions where you broke your Yeah, feet? I was just very clumsy. I broke my wrist six times and I'm ve- I'm very very clumsy. And uh, yeah, like my dad and I were interviewed by the police. It was re- it was oh, a lot. Wow. My dad has not forgiven me. Uh <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I had to take like special handwriting classes for like s- seven years. I mean, oh my god, all throughout elementary school and middle school. And so I have beautiful handwriting. So I thought, oh, I'll do calligraphy. Right. No, it is so hard. If you want to like it feel is. really bad about mm-hmm. yourself, take up calligraphy. It's we we had a calligrapher do our wedding mm-hmm. invitations, and it was stunning. I was like, I don't know how you do this. It's like a magic trick. It is so hard. Like you, I feel like art is a magic trick. Like when you paint is. something, Matt, I'm mm-hmm. always like, I don't know how you did that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is magic. Like it's like, uh, yeah. So I got uh, my A's are looking great. If you want anything with just the letter A. Uh, <laughs> but like you have oh, to so you can make that title card for a uh, 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 yeah, uh, uh, very good song. <laughs> if you have a wedding and all the guests are just A's, <laughs> I can do that. Uh, but yeah, I'm really into it. It's like really fun. It's kind of frustrating, but look for my Etsy shop soon. Do you, have a, do you have a calligraphy pen or do you use a brush? Yes, I have a I have um, a pen, and then I have 
um, the markers, like the water color mm-hmm. markers. And yeah, take it up if you're okay with crying once in a while <laughs> at your kitchen table. <laughs> Was, were you crying because of defeat? Yes, it's so hard. It's not easy. Like, you you have to relearn everything you know about writing. Like, one of the exercises, because I have a book, is just, like, making marks. And, like, every movement, like, has, like, it's like, okay, you're going to make, like, a one mark or a two mark. I'm actually doing it right now. Um, and you just do that over and over and over again. And then... Like, you just make, like, squiggles because you have to learn how to hold the pen right. And the pen, like, that's not how you... It's They're like, hold it like a pencil. And I've never held a pencil like that ever in my life. It's very precise. and mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of fun, though. It, I imagine it's rewarding. It's like one of those things where... the it's Because it's a practice. Yeah. You can see yourself getting better at it the more that you do it. Yeah. Like I said, I can only do A's pretty well right now (laughs) i mean i'm very new to it but i'm really looking forward to like actually writing something and having that reward of like wow um all the tears were worth it (laughs) (laughs) maddie do you got anything for uh yeah so over the weekend i finished um handmaid's tale oh shit uh, okay season two um and then in about a day, I finished another TV show. Uh, it's a French show called The Forest. Um, it's about a bunch of girls that go missing in this one town. Um, and then uh, one of the girls' mother is uh, one of the police officers for that town. Um, and it's her trying to find her daughter. Um, it, was, it was really good. I really liked it. And it's only like maybe seven episodes, six, seven episodes. Oh, so that's doable. It's, yeah, it's it's definitely doable. Um, I really liked it. I thought it was really good. That's awesome. Um, I mentioned it earlier in the show. Um, I'm getting this week. I'm into um, figuring out what I'm going to be doing next week at the podcast movement. Um, I guess it's a festival, for lack of a better term, but it's more like a conference. I guess mm-hmm. it's that's probably the more appropriate term. Um, I am going to be going to a few sessions, um, one uh, with uh, Colt Cabana. Uh, the very famous Colt Cabana is going to be there, and he's going to be talking about merchandising nice. and, um, and how he grew his podcast with appropriate merchandising. And I'm like, that's interesting. That is that's something very interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the guys from Earwolf, um, one of the like the executive producer of Earwolf is going to be there. Oh wow! And he is going to be on a panel talking about um, networks and what a network should be doing. And since Gabber is a network, mm-hmm. uh, I want to definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. But there's like, it's going to be a lot, and I'm I'm. Trying to set a reasonable goal for myself. Yeah. Like, if I can make three solid contacts out there, I would say that that's a success. Yeah. Like, that's if awesome. I, if I can, if I can, if I can make more, if I can meet more people, you know, to have as guests on the show, especially matters because I feel mm-hmm. like when I take a look at the podcasts that are out there, it isn't like a 
roach coach or a transmissions. It's much more like a matters, mm-hmm. but it's usually a little bit more focused on like success or yoga tomorrow or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, like there is a ton of like self-improvement type things, which isn't necessarily our shtick. Um, but at the same time, like anybody who does that type of thing to come on this show isn't out of left field. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be cool. It's very interesting. Do you guys have merch? So the only show that has merch is Roach Coach. Th- that has a physical, buyable piece of merchandise yeah. is Roach Coach. We have T-shirts. Uh, we have stickers for transmissions and for Roach Coach. Uh, Matters does not have a uh, a sticker as of yet. Although we should make one, I think. We yeah. probably should. Probably should make one. I should also make Gabber Media stickers mm-hmm. uh, just to have them. But, like, I never know what merch to make. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I don't want I don't want a house full of koozies, you know, like yeah. being like, oh, you know, we have a box full of T-shirts still like for Roach Coach for Roach Coach. Oh, wow. Probably because we never. That's the other thing. We never mentioned it. Yeah. We don't. You have to like mention it every single episode before mm-hmm. somebody's like, oh, yeah, I should get a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we've ended up giving away a lot more T-shirts and it wasn't like the plan was we're going to get rich on this first round of T-shirts. Right. It was more like we needed to get T-shirts. Well, I can remember getting an email that said that someone bought a T-shirt, and we were all like, "This is where it begins." <laughs> <laughs> Our first sale. We're looking at designing T-shirts, and it's very stressful. It's very stressful because, like, if you know a designer, then it, it's making well, like, um. Matt has it on the on the back of his phone. The transition, uh, the transmissions uh, oh, poster. We we commissioned that to be done uh, by the excellent Mark Rudolph, um, who was very very easy to work with, and I would suggest to anybody, and still at the same time to make sure that we were expressing mm-hmm. what we wanted mm-hmm. to him, so that he knew what we were going for, like. There were still revisions on this, and we loved what he did from the get, but it was like it just wasn't right. Yeah. So, like, if you have somebody that is hard to work with, that could be oh, yeah. a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, you know, the Gabber Media logo I had created on Fiverr. Um, I just found somebody who did like very simple, plain text, modern logos. And I was like, I like your work, Gabber Media. What do you think? And like, the first one was very. She knew I was from the Detroit area, so it was like almost car-like in the font. Yeah, and I was like, no, 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 it cannot look like GM. <laughs> <laughs> not in any way, no. Oh, your sponsor, GM. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they do not. I do not speak for them. Uh, yeah, neither do I. <laughs> our words are our own. Our words are our own. Our thoughts are our own. Anytime we mention our company, we just say that. Yeah. They ingrain it into you so much, like. Yeah. Like you don't speak for the company. Yeah, like, like I know there, we don't. There's, there's there's a whole social media disclosure thing that you have to do with you. Right. Like oh, it, do you guys really work there? Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. just making a joke. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So like, if I go on a forum or Matt goes on a forum, um, we have to like put the hashtag "I work for GM" or things like that. Wow. Like, if we were to comment on something that has to do with cars, we are supposed to. Oh put, my god. Like, I work for a GM. These are my thoughts type thing. Wow. That's very interesting. Very interesting. So I'm I'm super looking forward to it. I'm I'm a little scared of the drive out there with the little one because we're not flying because that just seems crazy to fly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With a five month old. I mean, 
and people do it, but man, it just it just seems crazy, right? Like, I, yeah, no, I agree. But a ten hour plus drive also is like, ugh, because really, it's ten hours when you're not stopping that much. Yeah. So I think Catherine and I are going to divide it into two days. We're just going to leave Friday, see how far we can get. But there's a city I think that's right inside of Pennsylvania called Clarion, mm-hmm. that is kind of like the point of no return. Because once you pass that, you enter the Pennsylvania wilds. And it's just like, if you're going to do that, you might as well go all the way. Because really, by the time you get to the other side of the wilds, you're going to be pretty close. You're going to have a huge beard. The baby's (laughs) going to have a beard. Yeah, it's a real... (laughs) (laughs) I fell asleep in the Catskill Mountains. Uh, Yeah, so I can't wait to come back to the show. In fact, uh, we were going to be short an episode... So I'm, now I'm just doing business on the yeah. on, on the podcast with you. But we were going to be short an episode because we did have somebody cancel last week. Not their fault at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we, I just couldn't backfill somebody mm-hmm. to, to come in. So we were going to be short an episode. So I'm going to bring some of my equipment. And I think I'm just going to do a Matters from the podcast expo. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah. Just and if I can get somebody to be on the show, that would be cool. But um, I can set it up where I can even call Maddie. Mm-hmm. And be like, Matt, I'm not doing well socially. <laughs> <laughs> that That is not in any way going to be a problem for you. <laughs> Thank you, Maddie. Um, so it would so, be more entertaining if you sent me and it would just be like, I'm, <laughs> I'm at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was there for five minutes and I went to go talk to someone. That was talking to someone else, and as I said hello, the other person said something, and so I walked away. Yes. <laughs> I think, I think my mantra is that I want to. How can I bring value to you? Moreover, yeah. what of what you can do for me? Like that's that. I think that's a really good way to because I know me. Matt has known me, and it's like if I need something from you, I'm a weirdo. Yeah. But if I'm just like, you know what, I love what I do, and I'm interested in what you're doing. You know, like leading more, not leading more. It just sounds like it's a plan or just like a dupe. But it's also the truth. Like, oh, what is your show? Because everybody there is going to have a show. Yeah. So it's like you actually have an in. It isn't like you're like improvisers. It's just like, where are you guys from? Oh, yeah. Thanks for coming to the festival. Like, you can just say that as like, so what theater are you guys at? Like those types of things when you're at the improv festival. Yeah. It's a, it's going to be the same type of thing. And everybody's going to want to talk about their shows. So, And you're know. a very friendly man. So Aww, I feel like shucks. you're going to you're gonna make all the friends. You're going to be the belle of the ball. We'll be the belle of the ball. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. So um, uh, we'll, have a, we'll have a special episode next week um, all about it. Yay. I'm, I'm really looking forward because we're trying to expand hearsay and uh, we're looking into sponsorships and all that. And, and that's another thing. Like there's a lot of workshops on sponsorships and like <laughs> we now have not, uh, we now have like our downloads, which mm-hmm. we never had before. So we can actually see and like with iTunes now you can see how they're listening yep. and things like that. So like, that's a big deal. Um, can I ask you guys a question real quick? Sure. When you get an out of state lesson, do you guys go batshit? Cause whenever we do, I'm just like, what? Like we have a very, decent file uh following in iowa yeah and it's very interesting to me because i know no one in iowa for uh for transmissions we have some fans in other states 
Yeah. And it just it it blew our minds when we were talking to the one guy. Um because he just like lives in the middle of nowhere. It's insane. You're like how cuz I just assume it's like just my friends listening to like make me feel good and I'm sure most of it is like they just like let it play. No, I I I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I mean my brother lives in Hawaii, but like seeing like Hawaii on the map, I'm like, mm, I'm right. Co- I'm coastal, baby. <laughs> With Roach Coach, I get shocked because we, I legitimately mailed two shirts to Denmark. <gasps> Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> like, well, didn't oh, they I, take pictures with the shirts? And too? they took pictures yeah. with the shirts oh, on, awesome. and I mailed shirts to Australia. Like, so that one, because New Metal was just so big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we get a lot of international, and it's still big overseas, like Europe in, in particular, like, you know, your, your Eastern European countries. Like, yeah. It's still a major thing. Like, Limp Biscuits in Europe right now, touring. And selling oh, wow. out festivals. That's insane. Yeah. yeah that's like pretty crazy. <laughs> and doing well. They're not just like playing at, uh, not IHOPs. <laughs> they wouldn't play at IHOPs. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing that gas station that, that everybody's heard about. Yes. <laughs> IHOPs. Um, yeah. So it's it's just crazy. It is. It's a thrill. Like, you know, with Blueberry, we can see like the states that mm-hmm. people get in. And it's like. Michigan's always number one. Yeah. And then it's sometimes Ohio and, you know, it's, it's like Rust yep. Belt. Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> Indiana. But then like Arizona will come out of nowhere for Roach Coach. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's just cool that anybody even gives these shows the time of day. It really yeah. it We're is. We're very grateful to anybody who listens to the show. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Just just on Sunday, um, Jen Hansen and I were talking about um, doing Monsters Next for, for Transmissions. And during that conversation, we got a message over Facebook from a woman who just discovered the podcast and was asking if we were going to do Monsters next. <gasps> so I, I told her, like, oh, my God, we were just having this conversation when you wrote us. Um, and sh- I think that she was just so surprised that we got back to her immediately. And, like, that's – I don't know if you ever look at the analytics – yeah. We're always on point with it's our like replies. a 100% response oh, rate awesome. within five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but when you have three people and they all have phones, they right. tell them, you know. And, and we're all like, uh, 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 no, I'm taking it. No, I am. <laughs> exactly. It's just like dopamine, dopamine. <laughs> <laughs> Patty, thank you so much for being thank out. Thank you. Um, uh, this is the chance for you to plug anything that you want, or how can people get in contact with um, you? I don't know any of the shows that I'm in, so just stop by Go Comedy. I might be in a show. Who knows? If not, you'll still see a very funny show. Um, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at Patty Gould, uh, G-O-U-L-D, and on Twitter at Patty G-H-O-L-D. So one has an H, one doesn't. Because oh, there was a Patty Gould already on Twitter. There it is. <laughs> So you just became Patty Gould. Well, someone uh, told me that I should change my name for Halloween to be Patty Gould. Um, And so I did. And then it just kind of stuck. There it is. Yeah. I like it. Maddie. Also my phone. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I was like, oh, no. (laughs) And if you want to get me through semaphore, it's (laughs) this hilltop. (laughs) 
Uh, I am at Karate Dracula on Twitter and Instagram. And I am at Matt Noss on Twitter and Facebook and Matt Noss 77 on Instagram. Even though I don't do too much there, I do not put baby pictures on any of these platforms. Uh, <laughs> that is a choice that my wife and I made together. Oh, good choice. Yeah. It's like, if you want to see one, I'll be next to you. I'll gladly show you a picture. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are at Matters Pod on Twitter and Facebook at matterspod at gmail.com. We need to check that. We haven't checked it in a while. Oh, yeah. I just checked uh, Transmissions Gmail. We had an email there <gasps> from, like, June. Oh, my gosh. I was like, sorry we slept on this. Oh, my goodness. Oh, can I plug Spooky Sexy Scary's Twitter? Yes. Yes. Okay. By it, all means. Please. Um, It is at Spooky Sexy Scary. Uh, very interesting. If you want to be on the show, email us at SpookySexyScary at gmail.com. Love it. All right. Awesome. And that is everything, I do believe. I think so. So we will see you on the next episode of Matters. Matters. The Strain. His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good try. It was, it was a, a solid try. try.